fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How are you doing today? Super duper. Awesome. I'm well. Thanks for asking. Today is Saturday, <laughs> October 23rd, 2010, episode 31 yes. of the Hotbox Marijuana Internet Talk Show. It's one episode older than you are. I know. I... No. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. I turned 30 yesterday. Yes, you did. Feeling really positive about having tromped around this beautiful planet for 30 years. Ugh. Beautiful. See all my, my birthday cards over there? Those are very cute. I got lots of cute birthday cards. But yeah, I'm 30. If you want to get me something, hotboxpodcast.com slash donate or slash P.O. Box. You can uh, send a, a card or Well, my birthday whatever. was on Tuesday, too. So, I mean, it's like a two That's for, right. Two for was. one. Yeah. So, well, in, a two year, for two. in a year, I'll be having my 30th. Nice. So, we can all watch me have a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see me have a breakdown if you were uh, partying with us last night on the jam hole. We had a, a house full of people here. We had a chat room full of people. My brother and... Uh, Mick was here. Uh, just a bunch of people. Definitely a good time. And thank you guys for all the all the gifts and uh, all the Facebook happy birthday wishes. You have uh, successfully flooded the crap out of my Facebook profile wall. So thank you. And I and not many people wrote stuff I thought they would. It took me a little bit to yeah. figure out what to write for you. Yeah, I, I think I thought of something rather definitely. Funny. Very very clever. Very very clever. So oh, yeah. thank you guys for that. Definitely. Uh, yeah, this is the Hotbox, episode 31, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. You can watch us do these shows as they happen uh, every Tuesday and Saturday, uh, usually around 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then make sure you're subscribed to the podcast at hotboxpodcast.com, uh, and all the information is there. Uh, make sure you give us a good rating, a review in iTunes. The more of those we get, we climb the charts, all that good stuff, so... Trying to get it out there and make it happen. Yep, yep. You can call in live, 406-204-4687. That only works when the show is happening. If not, uh, it it is our voicemail line. So feel free to leave us a message and we'll play those uh, on the show. Uh, What are you doing uh, December 17th through the 19th? I believe I'm going to be at a little soiree with you in Denver. That's the plan. That so is the plan. if we have any listeners in the Colorado area or anywhere near there uh, or any local listeners, if you guys want to go, December 17th through the 19th is KushCon. You can find all the information for that on the internet at kushcon.com. K U S H C O N. Dot com. So that'll be at the Colorado Convention Center. I know where that is. December 17th through the 19th. That's going to be a good time. Good time for Way all. Way good time. If you go, go, not right now, but when the show's over, go to kushcon.com and watch the video they have up there. That looked like just a, an amazing party. Mm-hmm. I I hope that we get to go. So... Uh, we're we're uh, mulling it around. Plans are in the works. We're going to try and be there for that. So, uh, like I said, if we have any listeners in that area or anyone here that wants to go hang out, uh, we're going to try and get to that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jimmy One Green Thumb, holla in the chat room here, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. He says, remember, we're having a doctor clinic on November 4th with a real live doctor. Yeah. As opposed to uh, a telepresence live doctor. A uh, video cam doctor. As opposed to basically a, a podcast doctor. Pretty much. That's kind of what we're doing. That's you what guys, it comes down to. Yeah, you guys watching live, you could give me an examination. 
You type in the chat what you would like to examine. Then you go to hotboxpodcast.com slash donate and you donate $50 for the first 20 minutes. And then, uh, yeah, you can watch me examine myself or the cat. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. So, uh, yeah, that's that's going on uh, November 4th. Uh, Where's that going to be at, Jimmy? You want to post all the info there in the in the chat? And I'll uh, I'll get it out there. I have it on my Facebook page. Okay, so yeah, Facebook dot com. Uh, search for Sandy. You'll find <laughs> her, Sandy Hemsel. She's on my uh, friends. Just search for Hotbox Podcast. You'll find the group. Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook group. We're or go there. better yet, go to hotboxpodcast.com dot com and just click the Facebook link. So there's so many options. Just right there. Also, uh, it's been a while since we've talked to you guys last. Um, What happened on Tuesday? You had some car problems or something? Well, yeah. Well, okay. First off, earlier in the day, amazing news. The stint was removed on Tuesday. Right. You're talking about Nick, your husband. He is is now a feeling better functioning person. Right. If you guys don't know, uh, Sandy's husband had uh, some... Some uh, kidney stones? Well, yeah, he still has kidney stones. Right, right. But he had one that was like, yeah, it was over a centimeter big. It was like one and a half centimeters. And he he was talking to me, and he said he's had them for a while, which I didn't know. And I think we we talked about this before, but uh, yeah, I thought this was just something that just started happening. Apparently, he's been living with this for a while. Yeah, a couple years now. And what he told me is that those stones had been like millimeters these new ones or this new one it's like the asteroid from uh uh-huh. that one movie it's and Haley's comet yeah pretty much it's the old <laughs> hail bop uh and it's in centimeters not millimeters which mm-hmm. you can imagine how uh pleasant That's that must impossible be impossible to, to pass oh it actually blocked oh. his kidney which led to Bigger issues. Damn near kidney failure. Yeah, gotta, it was pretty icky. Gotta reboot that. Yep. Reboot that thing. And so... So how's I, he doing? He's, uh, everything good? Well, you remember that old fable about the lion with the, uh, thorn in his paw? Yep. And the little, what was it, the mouse uh-huh. or something comes and gets it out and then uh-huh. the lion eats him. So in right. in this story, the <laughs> mouse is a urologist. Word. <laughs> And the I lion's had a paw once. is my husband's kidney. Right. So the thorn was removed, and now he is, he is a much happier happier person, I think. Well, I, I would imagine so. I, I don't think that um, screaming bloody murder every time I had to take a leak would make me a very pleasant person to be around. No, it's it's much like being in labor for a very long time, I'd, as, I'd imagine. Labor out of your pecker. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Oh, I can imagine, and I very don't like uncomfortable. it. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable is an understatement. So I'm very, very happy that he is now a better, better feeling, happier, functioning Good. person. Good. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're getting better, man. And then and, my uh, car stopped working, right? Right. So that's, yeah, going back driving, to Tuesday. Okay, so I was getting ready to leave and stuff, and then my car stops working, and my cell phone wasn't working, so I had to walk back to my house. How far did you make it? Are we talking, like, miles? You weren't near my house. No, then you no, I was still here. near my house. Okay. Thankfully. Right, right. But I was still in an area where it's like, okay, I can't just, like, run across the street and, yeah. you know, Yeah, so you weren't by the gas station that's no. by, okay. I was... Because if you guys don't know, it's a basically a highway, and there's one gas station, which is on basically end, right much. next to your house, and then the next thing that's even open is once you hit Kalispell, which yeah. is, what, eight miles? Pretty much. There's the airport in the middle there, but you usually get really weird looks if you, like, wander up in there. Right, right. And then you got to pay for parking <laughs> yeah, and all F that other that. stuff. <laughs> and then it's just a bunch of commercial buildings all down it, so they, like, yep. close down at five... And even when they're open, you're like, okay, can I actually go in this place? Is this actually a business or is this like a warehouse? I know, basically. What is this? Are are we storing planes or do some of them actually fly sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
And so, you know, it's not exactly the funnest place to be stranded. Right, right. But, and then, So that's why there was no show, because by the time she walked home and got everything sorted out, it was like 10.30. and It was just a big old pain in my bum bum. Yeah, we're we're back on schedule, though, now. Everything's good. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Jimmy One Green Thumb says that the, um, the doctor clinic... That's on November 4th, locally here in Kalispell. It's going to be at the Red Line Motel. Uh, you can find the, the information on Facebook. And we need to make sure that this is a very organized, very nice <clears throat> thing. Yes. Because the last time something like this happened in the Red Lion, they got kicked. Like, they're not allowed back in there anymore. And that was really? Mr. JC and his crew. Uh, interesting. What yeah. was he doing? Well, was he trying to their... smoke in the hotel? No. Did one of their big convention things there, and it was just so unorganized. Their caravan, yeah, one of their caravans. The cannabis and I mean, caravan. The Red Lion Hotel was just so frustrated with how unorganized it was. How many people were crammed in this small little room? Oh, I bet it. This this needs to be just a very the total opposite of all. We need to show them that we are serious about our trade here, yeah, and that. We don't mess around. When it comes, this is business. This is our business, you know? We take this seriously. Mm-hmm. As most people that are in business do. You know? You take your stuff seriously. That's all. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just hard. a doctor I mean, visit, which exactly. helps. Because, the you know, Jason had all the <laughs> caregivers all thrown in there, too. Right. It, yeah. Very uh, unorganized. Yeah. But a good place to go if you want to uh, get your card borderline illegally or whatever. Yeah, Jason's thing? Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> he may be the one signing your card. You don't know. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. He's not a doctor. No, he's not. <laughs> News flash. Total opposite. So. Oh. Uh, the last thing I did want to mention before we get into the uh, some news, and uh, I got a MPP, a Marijuana Policy Project newsletter I'd like to uh, talk about. If you own or run or work at or are associated with or know anybody that has a dispensary or that is a caregiver, anything like that, we're trying to kind of keep it uh, more focused on the places with storefronts. Because what we're going to do at hotboxpodcast.com, we're going to have a page there, and there's going to be a map. And that map is going to have all of the dispensaries in the the valley here. Like weed maps. Exactly. But just for our area here. Mm -hmm. And then what we're going to do is have a corresponding page for each dispensary on the site here. And we're going to devise a rating system. We're going to have uh, what strains they have. Any information mm-hmm. that you as a new person, if you are looking for a new caregiver, we want you to come right here, hotboxpodcast.com slash whatever I end up naming it. And <laughs> I, I wanted to have all of the pertinent information that one would need when searching out for a new caregiver. Yeah. How they are, their bedside manner, and we're not biased because we're not getting paid to do this. So if we interview somebody and they suck, we're going to tell you that they suck. We yeah. are brutally honest, sometimes to a fault, but we are honest. Yeah. So, and you can try to pay us off, definitely. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm above that. I'm not. Maybe so. a little bit, though, if they really do suck a lot. Well, right, you know. But So if, if you have one or you, you know someone that does or you just have a suggestion, maybe your caregiver, maybe your dispensary, mm-hmm. the one that you go to, send it in, info at hotboxpodcast.com, or if you click the About Us page, there is a comment form there that will go right to us. So, uh, yeah, we're going to start doing that uh, this in, in the next, like, you know, couple months. Yeah, so we need people, like, emailing us <clears throat> info. Right, and I mean, I'll do the legwork while I'm out and about. Uh, my day job consists of me going through town every day and delivering water. So well, I, and I know a lot of, you know, places exactly. already, too. I talk to the people on pretty regular basis. So. I just think that it would be a good resource exactly. for people. Exactly, a huge resource for people. So, all right, uh, the MPP here, Marijuana Policy Project, 
You can subscribe to their newsletter, as we do here. Uh, It says, wherever you live in the U.S., whether you're in California or Ohio or Florida or some other state, you have the opportunity over the next 12 days to help make marijuana history, uh, cannabis history. Thank you. I guess they're not the Cannabis Policy Project, huh? No. Okay, so they're allowed to say marijuana. Uh, From the comfort of your own home, you can make calls to voters in four states where marijuana-related initiatives are pending on the November 2nd ballot. The Just Say Now campaign has set up a simple-to-use online phone banking tool. The site even has a short video that explains the easy-to-use system. This is good stuff. I was checking it out earlier. Definitely good stuff. Uh, Your help is seriously needed because all four elections are expected to be close. Once you visit the phone banking site, you can choose whichever state you would like to help with. (laughs) Now, these these are the states that have ballots going up. Arizona has Prop 203. That would make medical marijuana legal in the state and would establish approximately 120 dispensaries in the state so patients will have safe and reliable access to their medicine. Woohoo! Uh, we have California, of course, the ever-popular Prop 19, which we will talk about again on uh, this episode. Uh, this would make the possession of marijuana legal for all adults in the state. Holla at you, boys. Woo! That's what's up. Uh, it would allow cities and counties to establish their own regulations for the cultivation and distribution of marijuana. For our female supporters, there's a special phone banking page designed for women to call other women in California. Uh-huh. Nice. Right. It's getting all psychological. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then we have Oregon. Measure 74 in Oregon so would establish medical marijuana dispensaries in a state where medical marijuana is legal, but patients do not have safe and reliable access to their medicine. Very the, necessary. Right. How how are you going to go and establish a medical marijuana law and then not set up any way for the patients to get it? Did like, you, that's I counterproductive. Mean, well, how many states actually had medical marijuana laws, but in, they never... In Irv's book. Yeah. I had no idea about that. Uh, Irv, Washington, D.C. was one of them. Irv Rosenfeld. Or Rosenfeld? Rosenfeld. Right. I keep getting him and Ed Rosenthal. I know. <laughs> their confused. names are so similar. But right. Irv Rosenfeld, he wrote this book called My Medicine. You can get it, I'm sure, on Amazon. Everywhere, all that stuff. Yeah. Amazing book. This guy, This guy was in it. From the time I was being born, he was fighting this stuff. Mm-hmm. And his book, it, it, we've talked about it before, but it's it's not only a story about his struggle. It's a story about the law, the legislation, and all this. There's so much good information in there. Like, it should be your Bible mm-hmm. for fighting this, you know, anti, the anti-marijuana people. Everybody should read it. Uh, amazing book. So, anyway, my mess, and uh, check that out online, Amazon, and all that. Uh, so... That's they need measure seventy four to pass so that their patients can actually get the medicine uh, that they voted yeah. exactly. So then we have uh, South Dakota measure thirteen would make the medical use of marijuana legal in the state and would allow patients or their caregivers to cultivate a limited amount of marijuana for medical use. A similar initiative back in '06 received forty eight percent of the vote. So just a few calls could help push the Measure 13 over the top. Uh, We hope that you will take advantage of this opportunity. People who have done so have found that it is really satisfying to talk to people who are supportive of marijuana policy reform and grateful to those volunteering for the cause. Uh, Of course, uh, you can always donate to the MPP and uh, help keep them going. They do really good work. Yes, we, uh, they do. We're all about the MPP here at the Hotbox. So. All right. So uh, how's how's everything going good. for you? Everything good? Getting your yeah. rooms all put together and everything? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. We've, got, um, we've actually got the vegging area all set up. We've got another room all set up, and we've got our sick bay all set up. Beautiful. So it's very, very nice. I will have to take some pictures or have Nick take some pictures that 
we can post to show everyone all of the nice work. Nice work. Lots of nice work. Yes. So, uh, lots of good medical marijuana cannabis news uh, since we last talked to you guys. What do you want to start off with uh, this evening? Well, this I... beautiful Saturday evening. I was going to mention... Oh, by the way, that's that stuff from the guy that you got. Nice. Yep, yep. Um... <laughs> You like how I still kind of kept that very. It's a good trainer extra. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Um, So we've talked about Mark Emery before. And if we all remember, Mark Emery is currently serving a five year prison term for the sale of seeds to the United States. Even though, let's keep in mind that he is not a U.S. citizen. Right. He's a Canadian citizen. We actually stole him. We, so he could put, our, we can, we stole him from Canada so we could put him in our jail right. so we could spend our money to keep him in jail because he is a threat. Yeah, because so he sold stupid. seeds he and is, stuff. Come on, guys. So, um. <clears throat> in he, solitary, actually, nonetheless. Well, and he actually got moved from Washington down to California, funny enough. Really? Yeah. Do you think that was by his choice? Because no. that's where the prop. 19 no, is going I think down. that there's something going on. I don't know exactly mm. what it is, but little, I think... A uh, little redaction, little extradition going on. Something's going on. A little something-something. Yep, yep. But, um, so, he pled guilty to charges to help make sure that two of two people that he was business associates with and very good friends didn't get charged with the things he was charged with. They were able to basically walk away, right? Because of him. Because of him. That's very noble. One of sure. these people unfortunately passed away on Wednesday. Michelle really? Rainey. Oh wow. She actually was a very, very big activist in Canada for legalization and regulation of cannabis laws. Hmm. What'd she die from? Or do you have the story? Well, I actually have the story right here. Oh, wonderful. Um, Michelle Rainey, co-founder of the BC Marijuana Party and longtime associate of Mark Emery has died of cancer. Rainey, who suffered from Crohn's disease since she was a teenager, had been battling melanoma and lymphatic cancer for years. She succumbed on Wednesday at the age of 39. Wow, she was young. Yeah, she was. And she was really pretty, too. Really, really pretty. I mean, she did a lot of different photo ops for the movement to try to bring that sex appeal into it. But for someone as sick as she was... I mean, she had a lot of life and a lot of energy. Right, yeah. Um, Emery wrote of Rainey in a blog posting uploaded two days before her death, calling her heroic and an engine for great change in the world. A medical cannabis user herself, she fully appreciated how our seeds were helping thousands of people, Emery wrote. Those seeds sold through the Cannabis Culture magazine and website, raised millions of dollars that was contributed to marijuana campaigns and initiatives across Canada and the U.S., Emery said. Wow. It also led to Rainey, Emery, and Gregory Keith Williams being charged and convicted of conspiracy to manufacture marijuana in the Washington State Court. Oh, conspiracy to grow a plant. You guys are conspiring to grow up a plant. How dare Ooh, you? It's almost Halloween. How dare you? I'm gonna allow... go as a a pot plant. Ooh. How dare you allow oxygen to be created? I know. How dare you harness the power of the sun via photosynthesis? Horrible, horrible people. <laughs> Are you kidding? Do you see how silly that sounds, government? Come uh, on. Let's let's be real. Rainey, who was accused of mailing seeds and growing instructions to U.S. customers, was given two years pro- probation while Emery received a five-year prison sentence. For the past four years, Rainey had a YouTube channel called Michelle's Medical Marijuana. In her last video, uploaded in August, she announced that her cancer had progressed to stage four, but remained optimistic she would pull through. And you know, a lot of that in, you know, like health battles like that, people that are depressed or that have basically given up, 
they tend to just die. It's the people that are, like, real positive and, like, I'm going to beat this, and even if I don't, oh, well, I had a good life. Like, the people that remain optimistic, they usually pull through. It's it's weird, you know? It's the will to live. Well, it, and see, the other thing, though, is she had all of this, this optimism <clears throat> and this energy, but honestly, being a marijuana advocate is not as stressful free as people might oh not at all especially if you have children yeah especially like anything in your life like that instantly becomes a target right and so i mean the stresses of that i'm sure help drain her down to where you know she did get more and more sick and you know she was constantly trying to stay optimistic, and she was always looking for different ways of trying to use cannabis to right. help cure her cancer. And um, Emery was less optimistic, lamenting the toil he believed the stress of marijuana activism had taken on her condition. So I mean, you know, he knew also that she was putting a lot of pressure on herself. She was making things probably a little bit worse by trying to push and stay in the middle of everything. Right. She was kind of the glue that held the eclectic Emery and the, you know, t- the people. Right. Well, Emery said, quote, Michelle may have literally given her life to the movement. And when yep. people think about what they can do for freedom in their lifetime, Michelle's life is a shining example of how much is possible. So that's she just... is a shining example. She is of the a, a picture perfect concept of a marijuana activist, a well, cannabis activist. You know, she she was it. she was struggling with some pretty serious diseases, right, and, that were killing her. And on top of that, it's like Joseph Kasai. You know, mm-hmm. he had that wicked bad disease or has he has he, a brain tumor and or yet a sinus cancer and a brain yeah right, a brain tumor. inoperable yeah. And yet every day he went to work at Walmart to make money. You know, right? And like, he's still looking to work. Exactly, he's trying to find work. Most you know? people in that position would just give up and they would get their disability checks and you know that's it right that's sad i mean she did she did everything she could she helped fund the marijuana green party do you know how that's amazing dude that is so brilliant that a woman with her condition accomplished more than normal, healthy, everyday people could well, ever hope to. And people don't realize also it's easy. I mean, this is another one of those um, double, you know, biased things. Hippo- I don't know what you want to call it. It's easier for, I think, it's easier for a guy to stand out there and say, I smoke pot. I smoke cannabis. I use it all the time. And a lot of that depends on the culture. Well, it's a lot harder, I think, (laughs) for a woman, a wife, or a mother. I mean, any anyone over the age of twenty who's female, probably, to stand up in front of people and actually, you know, proclaim, "I do this." Right. You know. I mean, I'm. Yeah, I get paranoid about it. I mean, it's hard for me sometimes. Well, I bet. And like I said, if you have kids, you know, mm-hmm. they're a target. Anything you love instantly becomes a target. And right. That's, that's sad. Exactly. And so, I mean, she really did accomplish a lot of things. I have a lot of respect for her. Absolutely. And I mean, I do think that she is a very good example of what... An an activist should be like right. This is how we should be representing. Right. Represent. Yup, yup. And the hot box. So, so anything else there with that, with that? That was what I had for that. All right. Well, let's let's get into some uh, prop prop nineteen talk. We've got. Uh, We're going to be talking few... about this forever. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's it's you know it's the biggest thing i believe in this How movement right now do you right think now. before we find a news story that the catholic church found bah. a dead sea scroll that said something about prop 19 being yeah. a sign of the end nine plus one <laughs> is ten <laughs> prop has four letters in it <laughs> which is almost half of ten i don't know anyway uh <laughs> we have quite a 
Quite a few. Uh, I tried to find some stories that had uh, both sides of it. Of course, we try to, you know, give you guys a well-rounded rundown here. Uh, I believe uh, listener MDS sent in a couple of these for us. And you guys can always, if you come across something online that you think is interesting or that you want to hear us talk about, you can always send us stories, info at hotboxpodcast.com. Don't be shy. Or even just email and say, hey, I like the show. Yeah, that's always nice to We see. enjoy hearing that stuff. Yeah. We don't hear it enough. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. That's right. We don't hear it near enough. Nope. So. All right. So uh, the first one here, this is from the Ventura County Star. This is their take on a lot of propositions that are going down in California. It's not just 19. There's Prop 20. Uh, Prop 21, 22, 23, you know, all that. We're going to focus on, of course, uh, Prop 19. Uh, they say, what would it do? Make it legal for adults to possess and grow marijuana in California. It also would permit cities and counties to tax marijuana and allow its sale. Now, does the star recommend this? What, what would you say? Does the Ventura star recommend Prop 19? Um, probably not. No, they absolutely do not. Did you see, though, there was a... The reason? (laughs) Did you see the picture, though, of the Taco Bell where they had the light board up and it said, we support Prop 19, LOL? Huh. Yeah. What was it? Taco Bell in California. A manager (laughs) put that up on the sign. And then promptly lost his job. Probably. (laughs) Shortly thereafter. Although at at least they're, you know, putting the right... They know who eats there. Yeah, they know. for sure. Nobody Not else me. in their right mind eats that garbage. They know who else does. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so the star's reason for not recommending. They say the initiative is loosely written. It's vague. Oh, what does that sound Everything's like? It's so vague. vague. Uh, the reason it's vague, leaving major gaps in how it would be implemented and enforced. It would result in a patchwork of regulations on sales, transportation, cultivation, and consumption. It would also result in costly legal battles and public safety concerns. Public safety concerns? Really? <laughs> is that uh is that the card you want to play here right right now? That's always the card. Zero. That I what's play. what's they the stats? How many deaths? How many deaths? Zero. I'm pretty sure it's a big fat zero. Goose egg? How's uh, Nada. How's the alcohol stats? Those uh, uh, still sky high? I can't high? keep up with it. Yeah. I know we still have I the thought. highest fatality yeah. rate on the highway. That's what I thought, sucker. Yeah. Nice drivers. Nice. You know, I attribute a lot of my mad... I got crazy driving skills. Like... Drifting, race, whatever. Anything with four wheels, I'll race it. I'm good. Uh, I attribute a lot of that to the game driver when I was younger. Uh Uh-huh. I used to pawn noobs on that game, dude. It was so great. Um, So, who's in favor of Prop 19? Everyone in the right mind. Uh, Service Employees International Union of California... National Black Police Association. Is that weird? National... Is there? Is it weird that there's such a thing? Like, you can't just be a National Police Association. You have to be like, we're the blacks, and then you're the whites. We have the National Asian Police Association. We have the National... You know, that's, that's so stupid. You guys, you strive for unity, yet you pull BS moves like this, which further divide us. Uh-huh. That's so stupid. Why would you... Two I steps know. forward, three steps back. That's why we don't ever go anywhere. Um, The Black Police Association. Former U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Joss- Joycelyn Elders, United Food and Commercial Workers, Western States Council, and several elected state and federal officials. <clears throat> Who opposes... Prop 19. Now, this is interesting because I uh, I recall a few apps back, we did a story about this gentleman decriminalizing 
cannabis. Uh-huh. Who opposes none other than Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger? He has to say he opposes it. Right. I I couldn't be honest. God forbid. I am a politician. You know, I don't want to get the bad rep of being the only honest politician in this whole stupid game we've made up that you're all forced to play. Um, Gubernatorial... What is that word? Gubernatorial candidates... Jerry Brown, downtown Jerry Brown, and Meg Whitman, Association of California School Administrators, because the kids, don't forget about the the kids, kids. California Chamber of Commerce, and California State Association of Counties. They are not for it. So, what do you think? You think it's still kind of... I... Think it's going to pass? What do you think? I think it will. We're just going to have to see what happens after that. All I think right. it's just going to be mass chaos for a little bit. Nobody's going to know what to do. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> what do you got I'm in sorry. that bag that you're crinkling the hell out of? Strawberry sugar wafers. Nice. <laughs> it's okay, Sandy. I'm hungry. Eat it up. <laughs> okay. I'm just giving you a hard time. I'll just take it out of the package. Will that make just you dump better? it all over the table? I'll it's all hold good. my hand out like this. <laughs> nah. So, um, do you want me to eat over the garbage can? No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, MDS sent this one in. This one uh, talking more about Prop 19. This one is saying that the polls now show that uh, maybe we're not getting the the support that we thought. Uh, Come November 3rd, of course, California will either have become the first state to allow legal, regulated tax marijuana, or, more likely, some political experts say it will have created a lot of heat and light without any smoke. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. Good pun. And... I do recall, not from personal experience, but I've heard that back in the day before the government started hating on Mexicans, it used to be totally legal. So don't say like, oh, they're the first. Look how progressive. Like, people in the 1700s were doing it, and then the government decided they hated anything that wasn't white. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And bada bing, bada bang, now you can't smoke weed. eh? Forget about it. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, a couple of recent polls show flagging support for the pot measure. The Public uh, Policy Institute of California reported Wednesday only 44% of likely voters polled October 10th through the 17th intend to vote for Prop 19. And that's down 8 percentage points since September, uh, with 49% opposed and 7% undecided. I don't know. <laughs> Really? You mean 7% too stoned to get off their freaking rears and go vote on something? Um, so, I don't know. They're saying that uh, from October 13th through the 20th, just a more recent one, uh, 51% of likely voters say they will vote against. So there goes 3%. More for against, uh, while only 39% will vote for it, with the uh, percentage going up to 10% now undecided, or refusing to answer. Well... Interesting, right? Because your name is going to be attached to... I can't answer that. I have kids. (laughs) Really? That's silly. Is it a little folded up piece of paper that says yes, no, or maybe? I know, and you circle it and hand it back. Totally anonymous. Uh, Quote, the rule of thumb for ballot measures is unless you have close to 60% going in, the the undecideds will flock disproportionately towards no. If they haven't made up their minds by election day, they overwhelmingly vote no, uh, said a uh, Larry... Gersten, a political science prof at San Jose State. Prop 19 would let people age 21 or older legally possess as much as an ounce of marijuana and grow it in a space of up to 25 square feet. 
Cities and counties could choose whether to regulate and tax commercial production uh, and sale. Possessing it on school grounds, using it in public, smoking it while minors are present, or providing it to anyone under 21 would remain illegal, as would driving while impaired. Except that I can smoke all day and not be impaired one bit while I drive. But not everyone can do that. I agree. Well, yeah, everybody has a different alcohol so, tolerance. if I'm blazed, but I'm not impaired, then you can't give me a ticket. But if this other guy took two hits and he's crashing into shit, then give him a ticket, you know? Well, I, I mean, didn't crash into nothing. I'm cool. Yeah, everybody's different. I mean, I used to bartend, so I know I used to have to try to judge different people's tolerances. And yeah, it's hard to do. Exactly. It's, Very hard it's to way do. hard to do. Especially when they're, like, going out of their way to try and hide it from you, you know? So, uh, legalization, according to supporters, would end a hypocritical and racially disproportionate ban on a drug less harmful than alcohol. Amen. While saving law enforcement costs... Raising new tax revenue and making it harder for kids to get weed. Uh, those backers include the California branch of the NAACP, the state chapters of the American Civil Liberties Union, the California Young Democrats, the Republican Liberty Caucus, <laughs> uh, the California Council of Churches, and several big labor unions. Holla at God? Yeah. Yay. Yay. Opponents say Prop 19 would threaten public safety, violate federal law, and drug-free workspace rule, or workplace rule, excuse me, uh, allow a patchwork of different regulations and would not raise much, if any, tax revenue. Are you... What? That, that's not going to raise any... Are you for real? Are you real? Are you a real person, or was that a computer that just made up some BS? They're pretending they know what they're talking uh, about. Wow. That makes absolutely no sense. I've Economics class is total bullshit. And I know, I know for a fact that that would bring in some cash. What a bunch of idiots. Mm -hmm. No kidding, you guys are totally broke. You have Tweedledee and Tweedledjerkoff over here trying to run shit. Good job, guys. Unbelievable. <laughs> How is your state still even connected to the rest of the country and floating? Like, you should be sinking like Atlantis right now. <laughs> uh, um, unbelievable. Um, Governor Arnold, he tried to co-opt part of Prop 19's benefit by signing a bill September 30th, we talked about this, uh, to reduce possession of up to an ounce of marijuana from a misdemeanor punishable by up to a $100 fine to an infraction. Here's a piece of paper that says you were holding some cannabis. Maybe you shouldn't do that again. Ta-ta. But instead of a misdemeanor, now it's just an infraction. Instead of going to the principal's office, now you just get your name on the board. That's it. And you know what? If you don't get any checks, check marks, uh, after lunch, then it gets erased. And we'll try it again tomorrow. That's so ridiculous. Like, that's totally what they're doing, right? We are children in school, and you are like the worst teacher I've ever had in my life. Oh, my God. Uh, so, it, yeah, it will come with the same penalty, sort of like a traffic offense. But leaving no mark on your criminal record. Thanks, Arnold. Uh, you could have just totally legalized it. Except that he's against, you know, Prop 19. But he's okay with this. Yeah. Double standard. This means those cited are no longer entitled to jury trials and court-appointed attorneys potentially saving taxpayers millions. One of the criminal justice costs Prop 19 sought to eliminate. Uh, Prop 19 supporters say this wouldn't be enough uh, because they're all complete idiots. So, U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder also seemed to make a calculated effort to erode the measure's support by penning a letter this month underscoring 
that federal authorities will continue enforcing the federal ban on cultivation and sale no matter what Californians voters do. We talked about this last episode. Eric Holder, you're out of your mind. Mm -hmm. get Get online, get on Facebook, and get a clue of how the world is working now. And then make your laws accordingly. Yeah, right. Because what you're doing, um, we're not in the 1500s anymore. It would be we're nice ev- if they could actually, like, you know, use some common sense. Yeah. Whoa. That is brilliant, Sandy. How? Sandy. <laughs> brilliant. I know. Common sense. Simple common sense. I should be in politics. You're a politician. I'd vote for you. Yay. Sandy, 2012. <laughs> I will vote for you. Sweet. I bet the whole Jam Hole Nation and the Hot Box Nation would vote for you. That would be super cool. First chica in the White House? Huh? 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 Could you imagine your boy just like running around the White House? Just Holy loving crap. life? Oh, man. Could you imagine the Secret Service agent assigned to him, <laughs> like, running around with him just amazingly? Which one? Because I'd probably go through about 30. <laughs> that would be so fun. Oh, jeez. So the PPIC poll released this week showed support had declined among Democrats and even more sharply among independents, while Republican support remained steadily low. Uh, support declined across almost all demographic groups, with backing from Latinos dropping by 19%, S.A. So, I don't know. They're, uh, see, they're saying that it's it's low and it's, it's not going to be any good. But then this, this side of it, they're like, this is going to be great. California voters and voters in four other states prepare in 10 days, or whatever it is now, uh, to decide on ballot measures that would expand the legalization of marijuana in the U.S. (sighs) Opinions differ on how much the measure would hurt the illegal drug trade. Violence connected to Mexican drug cartels routinely spills over the border into areas of the U.S. Southwest, Uh, but a study by the RAND Drug Policy Research Center claims that any effect of legalization measure on the cartels would be minimal at best. Because, um, if that's true, cartels aren't just selling weed, son. They're selling heroin, they're selling slaves, they're selling prostitutes... They're uh, they're selling stolen goods and electronic merchandise, guns, nukes, bootleg DVDs. <gasps> I know, I know. You could probably get Lyrical and my um, new mixtape. Oh, you mean like this one? That one right there. Thirteen Ooh. tracks. It's free. It's who, rap music. Who Li- gets to take this one in my hand? That's yours. Woo! Lucky you. I know. <laughs> oh, Everybody man. else needs to get one. But yeah, the jamhole.com slash music, you can download that for free. It's a zip file, has the album art and all that. And uh, yeah, burn copies for your friends and stuff. I rap, and I think it's pretty good. So... Uh, back to this here, uh, they're just, yeah, they're saying the illegal marijuana trade reportedly generates a combined, are you ready? Eight, ready. 18 to $39 billion dollars in revenue every year. Oh my. Let's say $25 billion a year. That's better than most industries in our current modern day economy. I think that's better than almost all. Oh, uh, what's what did Google make last year? Does anyone know anyone in the chat? Uh, what what did Google make? Just rough estimate last year. 
Oh, uh, so just, just about enough to stay open. That comprises 60% of the revenue made by Mexican drug traffickers. But the study's researchers disagreed, saying Mexican cartels' uh, gross revenues from selling marijuana wholesale to the U.S. is much less, closer to 1.5 to 2 billion. Uh, the claim that 60% of Mexican DTO gross drug export revenues comes from marijuana is not credible. Uh, the report states, There is no public documentation about how this figure is derived, and government analysis reveal great uncertainty. Rand's exploratory analysis on this point suggests that 15-26% to 26% is a more credible range. So, I don't know. Hmm. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, do you want to tell us about Berkeley, California here? About the uh, this is another Prop Nineteen issue. Well, I was actually going to talk about JC really. Quick, oh, please! If that's all right. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, I would love I, it if I you did find that. This oh, uh, Justin Fenn in the chat says Google revenue seven point eight billion dollars last quarter. Holy cow! So say seven and times that by four quarters, twenty eight billion dollars. And what did I say the uh, marijuana was eighteen to twenty five mm-hmm. billion, something like that. So, like double what? Well, mm-hmm. not double, but if you times it by four. They're right up there with the top company in the world right now. Yeah. That's pretty freaking good. That's pretty big. For some weed. For some weed. Come on. And do it agriculturally. How many jobs are you creating there? A ton. And how much, how much production are we going to start doing? A lot. We need to stop getting all of our bullshit trinkets and crap from China and maybe start making some stuff ourselves. We can do that. We have the technology. <laughs> All right, what's up with this D-bag? Okay, so... Mr. Can I say that? You're a D-bag. Mr. Jason Christ, medical marijuana guru, apparently, Known for in-your-face tactics that include smoking a bowl on the Capitol lawn in Helena appears to be just as confrontational in his business dealings. Stop it. In fact, please. those dealings made Chris well-known and not in a good way to many in the <laughs> yeah. business community. How Dating many friends back- do you have left, JC? None. Dating back to 2008, according to lawsuits, other legal actions, and interviews. <coughs> um... In fact, there are a bah. People's unpleasant experiences with Chris involve everything from alleged website hacking and a lease dispute to a reported bomb threat and alleged stalking and death threats. According to their divorce, his wife twice sought and received restraining orders. I'm quite afraid for my life, she wrote in neat round script. Why is that even necessary? Because right she's there? afraid. Jimmy One Green Thumb says he asked if I would smoke with him in Helena at the MMGA Symposium. That's so awesome. Oh, jeez. Um, because my... Okay, so his wife wrote, Because my husband, Jason Chris, is extremely dangerous. He has a long history of violent behavior. Really? Apparently so. Really? Apparently so. Where does this stem from, perhaps? I think... A I rocky uh, childhood, perhaps? Maybe. A little, maybe. Uh, maybe a church uh, pastor, maybe a... Uh, you know? Yeah. You know? It's possible. T- like us, I, you know? I, maybe. Yeah. No, it's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those contacted last week by the Missoulian about their encounters with Chris either refused to comment or insisted upon anonymity, saying they feared retaliation. Retaliation? What? Bring it on! I will fight you, and I've never been in a fight in my life. I will fight you. With another guy. Oh, my God. You and Dane have gone some. Oh, well, we've gone around, you know. (laughs) Face down Um. in the tub, pushing (laughs) up. But, like, he's... I, I wish... Heidi would have just let me talk to him. 
Right. I just wanted to talk. No punches. None of that. We're adults. You're shady, dude. You're not helping the cause. You're not... Your perception of yourself is the complete opposite of what everybody else perceives you as. You think you're this pot guru. Everyone else thinks you're a douche bag. Capital D. Capital, Capital B. B. You are the DB, dude, and I don't mean database. You are a douche, and you know what you're doing. You know you do it. Unless you're that far gone, maybe you're delusional. I don't know. But, dude, you got to, like, cool it on this. You're smoking pot. We're all smoking pot. Who cares? It doesn't matter anymore. Everyone's doing it. You're not the guru you think you are. <laughs> Sorry. He is amazing, right? So, what a joke. The comments were so con- <coughs> The comments it, were so consistent among a varied group of people. The Missoulian agreed to withhold their names. Really? We're scared. What's he going to do? Poke you in the eye with his big dumb pipe? Smoke pot oh, in your um, house? Like, what well, is he going to do? I have a family, said one. This is a guy I don't want to push. Psychologically and socially <laughs> unreasonable, said another. Said a third, he literally threatened to kill me and my children. Whoa. Yeah. Are you, Really? He's got some heavy-duty issues, man. It sounds like it. I had no... fucking toe. Wow, dude. Oh, I just said the F word. I'm sorry. Ding. Fuck it. What? I don't care. <laughs> we can slip it every so, now and then, and we'll, well, we're still cool. And, yeah. So fuck so it. So this guy is an R-tard. Who does deserve to be called a DB and have the Fully. F-word slipped in there? Capitals. In a fucking douchebag. <coughs> oh, don't get me started. Do you think I'm a crazy, I'm a scary guy? Chris posed the question. No, you're not scary. Nozzle of a big baggie attached to a vaporizer loaded with a strain of marijuana labeled papaya. Something he did every few minutes during the course of an hour and a half interview Friday. Of course. You're not scary. You're just an idiot. No one's scared of you. We just don't like you because you're an idiot, dude. Stop acting idiotic and maybe we'll be your friend. This story goes on and on. They interviewed him. And, of course, he's done nothing wrong. And he is... He just does not have any Wait, common you've done, sense. Wait, you've done nothing wrong? Forging doctor scripts? That's not nothing wrong? Is that okay to do? Is that legitimate business? Well, he's denying that any of that happened. Really? I Didn't they have the prescriptions? Obviously, somebody yeah. got him, tried to get him filled and got caught. I don't think so, dude. Well, I, I'm you sorry, know, but he, I hope that he joke. just eventually disappears. He this should. This story's just, you know, this story shows that, you know, he is an unstable person. Completely. But more people need to know that that's not what we are. Totally separate. We don't endorse or support anything he stands Not for at all. or has done. Not at all. He is just um, a measly little leprechaun. G- Jimmy One says, uh, I'm told that he is now a registered lobbyist. WTF. That stands hmm. for what the fuck. Is this true? So you're a registered lobbyist? I'm not sure about that, <coughs> but I mean, I hope not. I really hope not. Yeah. And if anyone's curious who we're talking about, Jason Chris Google is... News. Go to news.google.com or whatever and just search Jason Chris, C-R-I-S-T. Yeah, or, like Christ. Right. So he you is I mean. someone who was... Operating marijuana caravans in Montana. Right. And basically, you know, take a few doctors here and there, shove a few hundred people through in a day and webcam all their marijuana. He was doing parts. a podcast. Yeah. He was doing a live podcast, yeah. basically. Except 
He wasn't saving his shows and using uh, really simple syndication to get right. it out there. Right. And so he was... What a jerk He off. was forging <laughs> doctor signatures to help get numbers for cars <laughs> and all sorts of other fun... Th- okay, allegedly he was forging doctor signatures. Right, allegedly. Allegedly. Now, I will give him credit. He did increase the numbers of cardholders by a lot, but... You were doing it very shady, like. Yeah. Of course, I could get, you know, we could have 20,000 people if I just went to places, to cities with colleges and been like, who wants their card? It's free. Boom. There's uh, 5,000 people. Yay. You know, it's, it's, everyone smokes weed, dude. No one cares. Just let's legalize it. Let's be done. And that's that's it. End of story. End of story. The end. Good night. <laughs> you know? Yep. So. All right. Well, uh, you got anything else you want to talk about before we get Uda here? Um, I, I'm good. pretty good. You're pretty good? Yeah, you're right. good. I'm good. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, remember, hotboxpodcast.com. That's our website. Poke around on there. You can listen to the episodes right on the site. And, uh, yeah, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. If you have anything to say in particular regarding a certain episode, you can click on that episode and uh, leave comments, and we'll read those and all that. Uh, You can leave us a message, 406-204-4687. Yeah. Tuesdays and Saturdays. Yep. That's uh, that's when we do these things. So we we'll, be here. We'll see you uh, Tuesday. Hey. If you like, you we, like this we, is where this is where you need, you need to, to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Boss Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Boss Podcast.